I'm just worried about the memory part of the spell, that's all. Look, we're gonna have to make our memories real and everything around them real or we're never gonna get through this. Now scoot over, we weren't this close. <sighs> but the truth be told, let our lives unfold so we can relive our memories and stop being enemies. to Gimmicks, a podcast about the high-concept, experimental, structure-breaking gimmick episodes of TV, from musicals to noirs to a magic time-travel memory clip show. I'm Derek B. Gale, and who's with me today? Cassie. Yay! <laughs> I don't know why I paused like that. I, was, I actually had a joke I thought of, but then I was like, that's stupid. I'm not going to do it. No, stupid's good. It's really stupid. <laughs> okay, I want to know. Well, now you have to say it. Okay, here I go. So, this is, okay. So I'm just going to go, Cassie, my pronouns are she, they, and familiar. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's so good. I love it. I love it. That's so good. <laughs> now, speaking of which, Cassie, if you had magic powers and plenty oh. of space, so like, you know, no time, money, none of that is any, is any question of this. What is the maximum number of cats you'd be willing to take care oh, of? Oh man. Um, infinity? <laughs> I mean, like, I was just telling uh, Tommy, my partner, I was just like, we have two cats, uh, a very, a 10-year-old gr- curmudgeon cat and a very wily, weird, half-squirrel, one-year-old cat, and who has one <laughs> eye, and I was just like, I can't wait till the younger cat, Polly, gets to an age where she's literally just, like, sitting on furniture, and that's just what she does for her life. And, like, uh-huh. I want to live in a house where there's just cats on every surface. Like, I and my, I would have to magically, obviously, away all of the fur and nails and vomit yeah. that comes with that, but... Right. They're just so The magic is like a key key yes. element. Oh absolutely, of that, I think. yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, because there's magic involved, I'm willing to have that many cats. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, perfect that you're on this then, because we are talking about an episode of Charmed, specifically season five, episode eighteen, entitled Cat House. It's house yes. full of cats. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, for those of you listening who might be unfamiliar with the show Charmed, it is a supernatural family drama that aired on the WB for eight seasons from 1998 to 2006 for a lot of episodes. Uh, it was developed by Spelling Television, which had then produced the network's uh, then most successful series, Seventh Heaven. They specifically developed it to kind of capitalize on the uh, popular witch movies of the time, like The Craft and Practical Magic. Obviously, you can kind of see the threads in this show because it follows the Hallowell sisters who are witches known as the Charmed Ones, uh, most powerful living good witches thanks to their power of three. Uh, The show kind of follows their struggles to balance their personal lives, careers, relationships, all that stuff with the supernatural forces and wacky magical hijinks that they faced every week. Was interestingly, it was created. The conceit, at least, was created by Constance M. Burge, who uh, notably worked on Ally McBeal, Judging Amy, and Eureka. 
and uh, she did like sort of create it, but but then left the show after like season two due to some disagreements on the direction of the show with a uh, co-showrunner Brad Kern apparently not liking the focus on romantic relationships that they were doing. In which, Eureka? Like, no, in uh, in this show. Oh, like she left. Yeah, she left this show about two seasons in because she didn't like all the romance focus. Which I don't know. It's a show on that's the like WWE a huge for, like, part of the show. <laughs> Right, like, like I don't know what it would be. That's the main thing that I didn't. remember from this show. Right, right. It's yeah. I mean, nevertheless, it ran for eight seasons. It it was a hit. Uh, I think the first episode broke the record for most watched first episode on the WB at the time. Um, and like there are major cast and creator changes that we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. One of those things in this episode because it's kind of important to the structure of this one. Um, but despite all that, it remained the longest and most well known run. One of the longest and uh, well-known running shows on the WB's history. One of the longest shows of all time to have all female leads um, and even has a reboot currently ongoing on the CW. So definitely has a, a long tail, definitely made a mark on pop culture. Uh, and speaking of that, Cassie, what's your personal history with Charmed? Sure. So um, I grew up watching it as it was on television. Uh, so with commercials and everything. And... Um, <laughs> Watched many reruns as well, uh, but me and my mom, like, super bonded over this show, so Aww. I could discuss, like, my mom and I would have discussions about the characters and what happened during and after the show all the time, and, like, we mm-hmm. each had our favorite characters, and I can still, even though, again, like you said earlier, like, no one can ever really, I really don't think anyone, there's so many, there's so much stuff that happens in every single one of these episodes that, mm-hmm. first of all, I was surprised that you pick this one because I was like, I feel like every other episode in this series could be like a weird side stepping <laughs> episode because sure. it's so weird. Every single thing is so weird, except for like yeah. the 40 episodes where they're like, oh, I'm evil now. Like that was like a big thing that they did all the time. <laughs> yeah. But I, despite all that, I think my mom would remember some key points to this day if I said something about it. Like, or if I put mm. it on the TV, like we'd just sit there and watch it. But we, uh, we we were obsessed with this show, freaking love oh, it. I love it. I love it. Oh, that's so fun! I didn't know that. I love that 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 story behind it. It is the kind of that kind of show, right? Like it's kind of a comfort show, I think, in a lot of ways. Because yeah. like my the vibe that I always got from Charmed, I I watch I I just would watch the reruns on TNT. Like, and I have very good memories of like weekday afternoons, like back-to-back episodes of Charmed on TNT. And I would just put it on the background while I was like doing other stuff. Yeah. Like it's for me, it was, it was never a show that I got invested in. I, I definitely haven't seen every episode. I've just seen like chunks of seasons that I happened to be around for when they were running, you know, when they were running on TNT and it was always like, this show is campy and fun and kind of weird and silly. And I don't really have to pay that much attention to yeah. it. It's not always that good. No. But, but it's always fun. Yes. And, like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And I think in the last po- uh, episode you had with me on this podcast, I said that, like, like with Star Trek, I had watched all of Star Trek through COVID. I went back and rewatched all of this through COVID as well. Um, sure. But I wasn't, this time around, sitting there watching every single piece of it. I was doing something, like, crocheting yeah. or playing a game or something. But I definitely had it on the background. I like to do that with shows that, like... I know a lot about, um, and I'm on like my fifth rewatch of freaking DS9 right now, but I'm just having it on the background. But it was it was kind of nice to do that recently. I do remember this episode though. In every family, 
May this give you the light to find the shadows of Mom. There are secrets. It's a book of witchcraft. But these three sisters were never prepared for what they're about to inherit. I can move things with my mind. As long as we were in the dark about our powers, we were safe. Not anymore. Their mother always told them they were special. Shannon Doherty, Holly Marie Combs, and Alyssa Milano. Charmed premieres tonight after Dawson's Creek on the WB. We didn't ask for this, but this is our destiny. This is our legacy. And our time is now. Paige saved us. She brought this family back together. We're not fighting each other here. We're fighting evil. If you hurt me or my sisters, I will vanquish you. Three incredible women. One extraordinary show. Charmed. Tuesdays at 10 on TNT. Power of three. This was one that I that's always stuck out to me. Like, like I said, I haven't seen every episode, and my memory is very, very like vague for most of the show. Mm-hmm. This one, I I do remember watching in reruns at some point, and it always, uh, I I'd always remembered it because it was such like an odd sort of spin on a clip show, and also noticing like all the weird creative things they have to do to not show Shannon Doherty in oh it. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Her back. I'm pretty sure that person was wearing a wig, but yeah, yeah, right. Oh my god, it was so weird. Yeah, and I and I thought that would be an interest. So I thought that would be interesting to pick because like very few, you know, plenty of shows do clip shows, but very few do clip shows like this. And then there's also the added like hurdles that they have to do with the the restrictions they're under for even the clips that they're like allowed to show in it. So actually that that's a good segue because there's some interesting kind of backstory into like why why I think this episode is so fascinating. So the gimmick, like I said, it's a clip show, but it's sort of a fun spin on a clip show where the characters are actually like being time traveled into these flashbacks. So you have characters that are literally there watching, commenting on, sometimes even interacting with these clips from previous episodes. So I think it's like 10 episodes across seasons one, three, and four. For some reason, there's no clips from season two in this. Um, but okay. all of, yeah, I don't know. All of them are under the theme of like Piper and Leo talking through their relationship with a marriage counselor and they accidentally teleport the other other two sisters through time into those memories. What's kind of interesting outside of the fact that they're like splicing in actors into this old footage rather than just, you know, showing the clips because normally clip shows like it's obvious that it's like a a budget thing where it's like, we're just going to reuse footage to save money. They might've saved some money on this since they reuse clips, but I'm sure they had to spend a lot of money like green screening the actors into them as well. You know, what's really fascinating is I think the place that this episode sits in like the history of the show is that, the context for it, and anyone who's watched the show will know this. People who are, list- who are listening that aren't familiar might not know. So very notably, the first three seasons of the show feature Shannon Doherty, who played the sister Prue. Uh, she was killed off at the end of season three, and a new sister, Paige, played by Rose McGowan, was brought in for the whole rest of the show. And the shadow of like Prue's death is- was always a thing pretty much for the rest of the run, I think mostly because like Shannon Doherty was like, the most well-known actor at the time, like she was kind of like the leader eldest sister. Mm -hmm. So like losing her was a big deal. And the reason that she left was because there was, it's a lot of stories about it, but from what I read, basically like everybody in the cast, except for Holly Marie Combs all hated each other at different points. Like 
everybody did, it seems like. And Shannon Doherty was just like, I don't want to deal with this drama anymore. Peace out. And left. So it wasn't on good terms. And supposedly she didn't give her permission to like use her likeness for the show without a fee. So if they ever showed, so supposedly if they ever showed like a photograph or showed an old clip or something like that, they'd have to pay her like $8,000 or something like that. And the network was like, no, we're not going to pay thousands of dollars to show an image or a clip of Shannon Doherty. So (laughs) yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And like, the thing is like, that's not weirdly, that's not like super uncommon in, in TV. Like, that's a thing, like, I think nowadays it's more built into contracts, but, like, it makes sense. Like, if you're a paid actor, you leave something, you're like, oh, I'm not, I don't want you to, like, reuse my face and I don't get paid for it. Like, compensate me, I'm you know? I'm a little confused by that because she was already in this episode, so, like, haven't... <sighs> what do you mean? Like, not that she was in this episode, but the clip they were showing was from a previous episode, right? right? Like, didn't they already right. have footage of her? Like, why right. would they have to so, pay her again? That's the thing is that like likeness rights, that's what's weird about it is that unless it's like built into the contract that like you have the rights to their likeness like going forward, oh. um, you don't have, yeah, they would have to get permission to use it again. So like even though, yeah, they've already filmed footage and stuff, they already have photos of her and, and everything. Like True. all of that stuff, if they show her face on the show, that technically counts as showing Shannon Doherty on there. And if you don't have her permission to show her likeness, that could get them in, in big legal trouble. Being like, you put me on your show without my permission. I feel like they've had to have paid her at least once. Because I swear there are photos of Prue. I mean, obviously I can't remember. But like, yeah. I feel like post-breakup, post-Prue's mm-hmm. death, there were definitely like photos that they showed. Because they're always burning photos and shit. They're endlessly <laughs> burning pieces of paper in the show. That's how that's how their charms work. I feel like at some point there was a photo of her. I don't know. Ev- everything that I read is that is that 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 they couldn't do it. Mm. Like I have a quote from Brad Kern, who was the showrunner at the time, um, and he said, "Like I tried like crazy to get her in flashbacks and have photographs of her on the walls, but I was told by the studio that would have to pay her per episode fee, which we couldn't afford, yeah. even if we were just going to use a photo of her." He does say that like he found out after the fact that that wasn't actually the case, oh. like that the studio lied to him, <gasps> but they he was under the impression that they couldn't. Whoa! So they wait. Right. So they lied about that. That's what he said. I don't really understand like why they would have unless it was just like an executive just didn't like her and didn't want to have her face on there maybe. But but there's other stuff that kind of goes against that because there are like comics and toys where I've read that they couldn't use her likeness. So the toy either wasn't released or like in the comics. If you read like the comics that came out a few years ago, um, they bring Prue back in that, but like she's possessing someone else's body. Ah. So they never have to draw anybody that looks like Shannon Doherty in there. And the excuse is that they didn't have her likeness rights, but maybe they're being lied to too. I don't know. I know. (laughs) There was also a, I don't know. Was it, was it, it was some doctor show. Some doctor procedural where Piper and and Paige showed up because I think somebody was it? So, sorry, no, Piper and Phoebe showed up. Maybe it was mm. Paige that was hurt. I don't know. There was a weird like um cameo from the Charm Sisters. Weird. But of course Prue wouldn't be there because she was dead anyway, because they're old. 
<laughs> so that didn't make sense. But I was thinking like, oh, they didn't show her either, but she would have been dead because they were like much older. They were like their actual age. So they were like 40 or something. I think it was Grey's gotcha. Anatomy. I can't remember what Weird. it was, but it was like a, yeah, it was like they were definitely supposed to be sisters or maybe, so maybe they were playing different characters, but they had them play sisters again or something. Just for, just for like the yeah, fun of Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. Stay tuned for scenes from next week's all-new Charmed. They've conquered the sea, ancient Egypt, and a fairy tale kingdom. In the next five all-new episodes, they'll relive a wicked past. I've never seen this side of Piper before. And frolic in a magical forest. Wood nymphs? All-new Charmed. It's also, it's also weird because... Either way, like knowing all that weird backstory and the bad blood and stuff, no matter what, it kind of puts puts it in a weird position where like if you want to do a clip show, which is like literally the simplest thing you could <laughs> theoretically do on a TV show, like most of the clips from the, the majority of the show at that time feature a person that you're not allowed to show. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. And- <laughs> well, I guess if you focus primarily on Leo and uh, Piper, you can yeah. get away with it. But even then they're all in the same room at the time, at the same time, all the right. time. It's yeah. The, the choices that they, I, I actually kind of like end up finding this episode really clever in the, in the things that they do, even if it's like obvious, like, Oh, Prue just happens to be a dog in this clip. Like, <laughs> Like, it's silly, but it's also, like, I kind of appreciate, like, the attempt to do that. Because I also think that this episode is sort of interestingly, like, trying to grapple with, like, the two different eras of the show. Because, like, at this point, it's, like, two seasons into Prue being dead and sort of this new era where Paige is a new sister and, like, they had to make a radical shift because they they were forced to because of our major cast change. And so now this, this episode kind of, like pays homage to the early seasons of the show and kind of like, you know, you have Paige being like, I wonder what it, what everyone was like back before I showed it's up. Like, and It was only five years ago. Like, chill out. <laughs> like, what? I mean, I guess you're sisters, but still, like. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, I do appreciate there's often times, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, there's often times when it's just like, they just list like all the people that Piper have has been engaged to and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, I guess a lot did kind of happen in your lives in these and also in the, the literal seasons like that that happens mm-hmm. like it's not just like they're filling in like these old like people that she right. dated it was like to contextualize how many times she's been with people she literally yeah. dated all those people in an actual that's episode so you know what i mean for the most part that's so funny that's so i love that one's like a ghost or something yeah. like i mean phoebe's sure. gone through a ton of people too <laughs> before cole i mean she was like all over the place too I think it's also funny that in these episodes that are the clips that they decide to show because they're so much older, there's such a contrast between like the millennium and like pre millennium episodes. Mm -hmm. Uh, And these, one of the, one of my favorite things about these shows was how many times Phoebe would change her hair. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. It's it's like every single clip. It's a different hairstyle. And she's like, you're blonde. And I don't know if that's a joke, but like literally Phoebe has a different hair and I can't, I can't say anything because I do that in my life all the time. So that would be me. It'd be like, is that the same person? But like, yeah, she, I was so excited because every new season she had a different hairstyle. So. <laughs> which i mean it, it's funny that they like comment on that because mm-hmm. that like that is that is also such a tv thing like oh new season time for new hairstyles yes! so you can get new promo pics 
Yeah. The other thing I think is cool about this episode too is like with all of that sort of remembering and like kind of paying homage to the earlier seasons, then they like also bring back in their cat from the earliest season that just like disappeared at a certain point and like finally closed the loop on that, which to me feels like an intentional, like, Oh, if we're going to be revisiting past stuff, why not like really revisit an element of the earliest version of the show that just doesn't exist anymore. And like, finally give that a little finale. Yes. And I actually love that. I love that stinking cat. I think it's a Siamese cat. And and now that I mean, I know I only have two cats, but if you have one cat, you're obsessed with your cat and you just, you love everything about your cat. And I, I noted when I was watching this earlier, I was like, the way they're picking up the cat is weird. Like (laughs) they, they like, and I think it, I don't know, this might be true or not, but they, every time they pick up the cat, they like pick up his front legs first and like hmm. draw them in and i wonder if it's because the cat was trying to scratch them all the time so they were like oh, they were told like hey hold <laughs> hold the cat by the like the front paws because he'll claw your face off because he did not look very happy to be picked <laughs> up anytime he was picked up oh that's so funny and maybe i don't know i might have been reading into it but i was like that cat does not want to be held right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that's so interesting well and like apparently um, at least I don't know where this is sourced from, but I read on the Charmed Wiki, like, apparently the reason that Kit the cat disappeared was because the actor who played him, like, died during, like, the third season or something. Like, the cat, and the actual... The actual actor, yeah. I mean, you know, he's probably an older cat or something like Aww. that. So I, I think, he, you know, he died, and they just decided not to, like, get another cat actor to replace him at that point. Sweet baby. Yeah, yeah. So the one playing Kit in this episode that's not in act that's not like reusing clips is a different cat than who was originally kid and i thought it was a black cat for some reason but i think that might have just been in the uh intro there's a black cat yeah yeah there's a yeah i i did i went on youtube and rewatched some of the old intros because i'm sad that you can't listen to the theme i know it's so depressing you know what's weird well okay two tangents first of all i just i love that like much many of the the intros like they have the black cat in there. A few of them do have Kit the cat in there. And it's like you have like the repeated motion of him like turning his head. And they like repeat it a couple of uh-huh. times at the end of the intro. I always remember that because it's like so funny. And it like goes along with the original theme songs like beat really well. <laughs> like the cat's almost like vibe into the music. Yeah. But I didn't know this. I Like I knew that, you know, they just like lost the rights to the song at a certain point for streaming. And that's why the. that Smith's cover is not on the show. But apparently it was even sooner than that. Like they apparently lost the rights to that song. Like literally as soon as the show ended, because if you buy the season eight DVD, it has the, the replacement song on that. Oh wow. Like you can't. Yeah. Like they lost those rights instantly and didn't bother to re-up them. It's so weird. They should have. That was a fucking bop. That was the best song. I actually, yeah. Favorite part of the show to be honest. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah, yeah. But do they use that in the new show? Uh, I, I haven't watched any of the I new show, either. actually. You don't know a fun fact about it, though. What? Um, I haven't watched it. But funnily enough, that show, I think, is in its fourth season or something now. Um, the actor playing the eldest sister in that show, like in the Prue role, also decided to leave the show at the end of season three <gasps> and had to be replaced just like in this show. And it was like, I don't think it, it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. Like it was a coincidence that the actor also just decided to leave. Like, what are the odds? That's a curse. There's a curse yeah. on this show. <laughs> That's so weird. 
Mm-hmm. So weird. So weird. What the heck? <laughs> I did not know that. That's insane. I know. I know. So I got to know why, though. Like, come on. She has to have been like, at some point, someone would have been like, no, you can't leave. Like, Prue left at the same exact time. And she's like, oh. <laughs> and maybe she's like, you know what? No, maybe this is my this is my chance to do it because I have to. Yeah. Did they kill her I off? Know. I don't know. I haven't. I never looked that far into it. I just remember reading that's that. So that, that was bizarre. Happening. Yeah. I, I really don't know anything about that show, honestly. Um, like, I don't know that it, I know, I, I feel like it probably doesn't, I don't feel like it's very close to this show. I think intentionally, like other than it just being three sisters who are witches, I think that's probably the only thing that's yeah. like similar to the show. Cause like why, you know, why, why not yeah. do something very different? I watched so, I the, know. I think I watched the first one and I was mm. like, oh, I'm going to rewatch the, the original. Like I watched an episode and then I was like, oh, maybe I should rewatch the original and then I rewatched the original. I was like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch the new one now. <laughs> and I was just like, this isn't the same thing. Like, it's just nothing yeah. can recreate what has already been created in this yeah. this strange, weird way. Like, well, like you know, Charmed. I think the appeal of it, at least to me, is how like kind of campy and like sometimes a little schlocky it is. And like TV is is like that now. Like a new you know a new Charmed is going to take itself probably pretty seriously and stuff like that, which is fine. Yeah. Um, it's probably, I'm sure it's good. Um, or I'm not sure it's good. I, it's, it definitely can be good. Um, but like the appeal of the show for me is that like, it's fun and kind of dumb sometimes, but also kind of cool at other times at the same time. So I, uh, I just remember one of the main sticks of the show was like with, with all the magic that they could possibly do, they always turned evil. And then they also always just like turned into different people. Like, they were mermaids mm. or like oh, they I were goddesses <laughs> or they turned into like Xena warrior princesses. Like they always just had different weird <laughs> outfits. And I love that. Now I love an outfit. So I was just like, yeah. this is so fun. It was the main thing that happened. And then there was always a guy around somewhere. And honestly, um, Leo and Leo and Piper mm-hmm. were so important to the show and mm-hmm. i s- freaking sobbed and cried at almost all of those episodes oh not this time watching it but oh. i used to like i re- i recall being so upset by so many of those episodes and obviously this episode goes back into almost all of the episodes where i would have like mm-hmm. originally been sobbing and crying because of their yeah. relationship because like the one where she's like yelling for Leo in the sky because she wants mm-hmm. the white lighters to bring him back. Like, I remember that so distinctly. I remember the one where her wedding was all destroyed by, yeah. by, by Prue. Like, there was always shit happening to them. And yeah. I, I just remember being so freaking upset that they just wouldn't let them be together because Piper <laughs> was my favorite out of the three. So, sure. I think she was probably mine too when watching it. Um, I think she's probably, I think I would argue that she was the best actor of all. Oh my God. She was too. so good. Phoebe was good yeah. too. I love Phoebe. Yeah. Like Phoebe's great, yeah. but yes, I think Piper, I think what's her name? Holly. Holly Marie Combs. Yes. I think she's a great yeah. actress. I, I mean, there's something yeah. about her that just reminds me of somebody I know and I don't know who it is, but like, <laughs> I just liked watching her facial expression expressions. Like the way her face is shaped. It's just 
I don't I don't yeah. know what I'm saying, but like I love watching her. I love watching her. I think she's yeah. a good actress. Yeah, I do too. I yeah, I I fully agree. I fully agree. Uh, well, cool. Let's uh, let's let's dig into this episode and all these like cryworthy Piper and Leo moments and these flashbacks <laughs> and stuff. If you'd like to watch it along with us, it's available for streaming on Peacock. You can also get it on Amazon Prime. Although you mentioned this to me and I did I did figure out what the issue was. If you look at it on Amazon Prime, this is listed as episode 17 instead of episode 18 because apparently Amazon like combines two parters and that throws off the episode count. So like the episode numbers are shifted. I did not so. know that. Yeah, I, I just happened to scroll up. I was like, I wonder if it's something like that. Uh. And yeah, they, uh, yeah, so there's like fewer episodes per season because of that. Um, so, you know, just watch out for that if you're watching along with us, um, or you can just buy it on DVD and hear the old theme song mm-hmm. probably on the original DVD. This episode, Cat House, that we're talking about, synopsis for IMDb is when Piper and Leo begin to have marital problems, Piper casts a spell to allow them to literally see their past together. The original air date was April 13th, 2003, written by Brad Kern, who's the executive producer and showrunner throughout the entire show, including writing the series finale. Um, He was the story editor on Remington Steel. He wrote on Lois and Clark, The Adventures of Briscoe County, The CW, Beauty and the Beast reboot, and most recently, NCIS New Orleans. Mm. This episode was directed by James L. Conway, who was a producer on Charmed, but also directed a number of Star Trek shows, including like Voyager and TNG and DS9. He also directed on MacGyver, Smallville, Supernatural, The Orville, and most recently, The Magicians, which I'm sure has a similar vibe to this show. (laughs) The way this episode opens, I I love this teaser, actually, because it starts off with like this woman... Katrina, who we've never seen before. She's apparently a cat lady because she, she's just hanging out with dozens of cats. She gets attacked by a warlock who's played by Zachary Quinto. Yeah. He looks <laughs> so, so emo, too. I know. The amount of cat puns that comes out of his mouth is so disgusting. Meow. Looks like curiosity just killed your cat. What's the matter? Cat got your tongue? <laughs> It's so awful. It's, it's so, so bad. It's so funny too because he's literally just playing like Sylar, Siler from Heroes and whatever like bad guys he played on American Horror Story. But like, like it's from the exact the same 2000s, vibe. like legit right. 2000s version. I don't think he's even like credited on this episode. Like I think it's like an uncredited appearance. It's so funny. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it's like nothing. Like it must have been. Oh one yeah, of the it says he was he uncredited on the wiki too. Yeah. yeah. Like, it must have been one of his earliest roles. <laughs> it's so funny because it's like, you got the, you nailed the vibe that you would do. <laughs> it's like immediately. Greasy emo kid. <laughs> stabbing cats. 
God. Trying to be like a serial killer. What was funny is like he shows up, attacks Katrina, who like does a bunch of backflips and shit. It's so silly. Cats can't do backflips. How does she learn to do backflips? Cats don't don't know know how to do backflips. She's magic somehow, I guess. She should have done some cat, like cat, cat. Cat robotics, cat, 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 cat robotics. Sure. She could have cat. like jumped or pounced on him. She did claw him. She does. Yeah. She she like that's the first thing she does is like claw him with her nails. Yeah. It's great. Um, and then she like six all the all the cats on him. <laughs> it's so funny because like he's like rolling around on the floor and it's very clear that he's just like wrestling just some like stuffed animals. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, I, so yeah, I love that when the cats are obviously not real. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> and the and the characteristic cat noises, which that sounds like my cat when she's at the vet. Like oh. that's what she sounds like. It sounds like those noises, and it's they're literally like shaving poop off her butt and helping oh, her, and she's screaming like she's being attacked by a demon. Uh, yep. I just want to wonder for a second. Mm-hmm. She is a cat, like. She was made into a human because of what she did, mm-hmm. but she's living with cats. How pissed off are those cats that she gets to be a human and have fingers and can talk to humans and they still, and she has to feed them like, yeah. it's just a weird relationship. I feel like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like they throw out a lot at the end of the episode to explain like yes! who she is and stuff. And it's just like. There's a lot of questions here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go back uh, through, you're like, uh, wait, excuse me? You have yeah. cats as pets now? That's... Right. Like, if I was turned into some higher being other than a human, not saying we're very high as it is, but, like, anything mm-hmm. more evolutionarily structured than myself right now, and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm going to just just go have a whole bunch of humans in my house and feed them. Like, like it just seems I- really weird. It is weird. I guess like the charitable reading of it is that be, having been a cat herself, she knows what exactly what cats want better yeah. than anyone else. So she probably treats them very well. Sure. And we don't really know exactly like how sort of how intelligent the familiars actually are when they're in cat form. True. But even if they are, they probably also are sort of like, okay, so if I, I have proof here that if I do a good job, I might be able to become a human like she is potentially. Maybe. But I agree with you. There's got to be some jealousy in there because like some cats can be pretty fucking vindictive. Uh, so. Yes. I know. I know of one for sure. So that's, that's probably why I'm like biased. I'm like, I know my cat will be freaking pissed if, right. <laughs> right. If Polly got turned into a human, she'd be like, what the hell? Why did this bitch get to turn into a human? Why am I still a cat? Of course. Like what? A, come on. Come on now. Or maybe she's like, haha, that's disgusting. I don't want right. to be human. That's gross. Yeah. I can't say that I wouldn't. I might prefer being a cat I to know, being a human I if would. I had the choice, to be honest. So I, I don't know if it was necessarily a step up for yeah. her. But. Later on, she goes back and she's like, can you just turn me back into a cat? I hate this. Yeah, I fuck hate this. this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay taxes now? Yeah, what the hell is this shit? <laughs> um, this is just a fun fact. I think like tying into the whole vibe of this episode, apparently like the house that she's in was either I don't know if it was a like a physical house or a set, but either way it was the same one that was used in Beverly Hills 90210, which Shannon Doherty starred in. <laughs> which is kind of a funny like tie oh. considering Oh this yeah, that's right. I only yeah. knew she was in that because I saw her in Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so funny. I did. I never really watched that show, but and, sure. but obviously she's like a main character in it. Cause she's yeah. Like, but that's so funny. right. Yeah, it's just a funny little tie. So, like, sort of the the setup stuff that we get here after that one scene, Katrina gets away. Um, we with the actual charmed family, uh, we kind of get the scene where like Piper and Leo are having like having an argument that gets so heated that Piper like accidentally blows up the bedroom door with her powers. <laughs> Leo, I to you. I'm tired of you mocking me, especially in front of our friends. Oh, I resent that. I don't mock you. You always mock me. I work my butt off around here. I quit my job. I quit my career so you wouldn't have to, and I get no respect for it. None. I never asked you to give up your career. The hell you didn't. You're right. I didn't. Did I? All right. Turn to them for support like you always do. Oh, what? So now you have a problem with them, too? No, I have a problem with you. Leo, don't you dare walk away from me again. I mean it! So her sisters are sort of like, um, this is a problem. So you guys need to see a marriage counselor. <laughs> it's, it's just bad. I love it. Not not a not a like you know. Let's maybe figure out why your emotions are are channeling your magic so badly. Let's. This is obviously a human problem, which is what, right. Which is what Phoebe says. Right, right. And I think also like couched couched in this is like there's conversations that Paige has with Phoebe that we kind of reference where she's like. Like, like wistfully, like wishing that she was around in the early days uh-huh. to, you know, meet, meet Piper's boyfriends, wanting to meet Prue. She was engaged to a warlock. Dan was a warlock. Oh, no, before Dan. Way before Dan. Two bankers, a rock climber, and a ghost before Dan. And actually, the ghost was the best of the bunch. See, now that's what I call critical sisterly information. How am I supposed to be petty and judgmental without all the info? Yeah, but sweetie, what do you expect? You didn't know her back then. It doesn't mean you're any less a part of us, though. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. It would have been cool, though. Hang out with you, see what you guys were like, maybe meet Prue. Well, if it makes you feel any better, you didn't miss much with me. I'm pretty much the exact same person I was back then. Yeah, right. No, I'm serious. The only real difference is that I'm five years older. It's obviously a lot of, like, this reminiscing vibe that's, like, perfect for a clip show, right? Like, that's always a clip show setup. And it's also, like, kind of funny because it does feel like... It's like Paige acknowledging like, yeah, so I'm a new, newer character on this TV show. I kind of <laughs> wish I was there in season one just to like see what it was like. Like, and that's kind of exactly what happens in this well, episode. Well, you so. still won't get to meet your sister. She <laughs> refuses to meet you ever, even as a ghost. It's not going to so. happen. She gets to Because that's to the pa- thing is that Prue could be a ghost. Like, right. her mom and grandma are there all the time. <laughs> Like, if they had gotten, you know, if they, whatever this fight was that they were having behind the scenes IRL, like, Mm -hmm. if they could have just solved that, Prue could have come back as a force ghost and just (laughs) hung out and been like, Prue, let me, Paige, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about this story. But nope. She's like, I don't even want to be a ghost. Bye-bye. Fuck this shit, you guys. (laughs) I'm out. Yeah. So after that, uh, Phoebe and Paige get this call from Katrina who like they don't know who she is and they're kind of confused. She's like, there's a warlock after me. And also I know like everything about you. And they're like, that's (laughs) weird, but okay, I guess. Someone is after me. A warlock. What is it? Who is this? I don't have time to explain. You need to come home with your sisters. And Leo. I need healing. I don't know what you're talking about. Where's the disinfectant? Didn't didn't it used to be kept in Prue's bathroom? No, it's in the kitchen. What is going on? Hurry, 
So they go to the, the house to save Katrina at the, from the, this warlock that's attacking her. At the same time, Leo and Piper are at the marriage counselor and Piper decides decides to like freeze time and cast a memory spell while they're there. Piper, what are you doing? You can't freeze the shrink. We're on the clock. Yeah, well, forget about the clock because you know what? We're going to need a calendar because this is going to take months. OK, well, if you remember, you're the one that wanted to do this. I did not. Yeah, well, Leo, we need to for all the reasons that Phoebe said, and you know it. Look, we've lost our way and we need to find it back fast. So you really think a spell will help? It has to. It's unclear to me exactly what the goal is, but I guess it's to help them like more easily relive and recall their memories like more clearly just to like make the counseling a little bit easier, but I guess. What doesn't make sense to me is they're not reliving the memories. Her sisters right. are. <laughs> what? It's, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like there's a couple of comments in it where the counselor is like, oh, wow, it's it's wild that she could recall them so vividly. But I'm also like, yeah, but they're recalling like very like either traumatic or like pivotal moments in their lives that like you yeah. wouldn't forget. So I don't under it's it's kind of like odd. when you freeze your husband and smash him <laughs> into bloody little pieces. Like <laughs> like there's little literally chunks of your husband on the floor. I don't think you'll forget that. Yeah. But I mean I guess if you're a witch and you do it every other day, then it's true. Sure. Or when you become a stripper suddenly on oh a my God. table like <laughs> Oh yeah, I did that one time. Yeah, what would because some of the sometimes we kind of stay at the context for how they're describing these things to the counselor. Other times we just see the clip. Like for that one, it's sort of like what what did she tell the counselor? Like, oh yeah, I was a stripper for a day. I did a cold coyote ugly dance. You know, it is what it is. Like <laughs> how does that even I guess because she worked at a bar, she could she could get that one off. But like That's true. It's still, yeah, there there was some stuff that's just really weird. I mean, she, it's, yeah. obviously there's like the joke about, he's like, oh, you shattered me. And he was like. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, when you say she shattered you, I assume that's. Metaphorically speaking. I love how they have to, they they decide to clarify that by saying, obviously, metaphorically. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what else would he think you were saying? <laughs> right. That you chopped him up into little pieces? Because, yes, you did. But why would he think that was what really happened? It's so funny. Oh, it's yeah, so we funny. just put him back together. Oh, okay. I yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. They are really, those two are very funny in those scenes. Like, they do have, I see why they were, like, the main couple of the show. Oh, because they do so have, good. Very a lot of chemistry and a very good dynamic together. Like they play off of each other very well. They do. I love Leo. Leo's also a great character. It's such an interesting Yeah. It's, it's such an interesting character and an interesting mm -hmm. dynamic and the the fight that they have at the beginning, just mm -hmm. backtracking just a little bit, was like yeah, really yeah. harsh. Like mm -hmm. maybe I'm maybe I mean I've got I've been in fights with my partner before, but like it's just weird for them to just be like, I mean, obviously she like sets the, the door on fire, which is something that people don't do. Well, I guess they could mm -hmm. do in real life, uh, but <laughs> the, the magic is really easy, but it's just so funny because he seems so, there's some moments where Leo just seems so like bro-y and, and yeah. weird to me. And then other times he's like such a sweet guy. And so it's mm -hmm. really funny when he gets really mad. It's just very surprising because yeah. you, you expect but you expect Piper to be angry because she's always the hot-headed one. Right. But for Leo, it's like, wow, like usually he is kind of the bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, and they're like they're so snippy with each other in yeah. this episode too. Like, even after that scene throughout the whole thing, like they are 
they are in a like snark fight like the throughout yeah. the entire counseling session like except that yesterday piper almost blew up the house <laughs> figuratively speaking i mean piper's got a bit of a temper I do not. Oh, no. There is a lot of bitterness and resentment going on there. And I honestly can't remember why that is. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there may be a reason, because I know there were countless episodes where they got into fights. Yeah. And they well, haven't and it's been like, married that long. <laughs> I guess, like, they have a baby at this point, which is, like, oh, I, yeah. I didn't mention that, but, like, that that's very clear at the beginning. Wyatt. So obviously that 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 just having a baby in general causes more stress, and I'm sure, sure. there's like magical baby shit surrounding it too. That <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know if this is prior to or before when Wyatt starts just teleporting himself different places. <laughs> Good God! And they're like, "Where's right the there. baby?" And the baby's like in the other room, or like the baby is like creating a force field. To which is actually pretty good. I mean, if your yeah. child can create a force field to protect itself from danger, sure, it's pretty pretty freaking cool. But yeah, that's got to be extra <laughs> annoying. <laughs> right, right, yeah. So like all, I mean, all of this, all the memory stuff, all the marriage counseling stuff. It's this is just their conceit to allow themselves to have a bunch of flat flashbacks and sure. a bunch of clip shows. Right. Uh, you know, and that's like, that's such a normal setup. It's just like, let's talk about the past to give context to the current, you know, what's happening in the present. Um, but obviously the difference that makes it kind of interesting is that <laughs> PB because it's a spell causing this Phoebe and page gets swept up into these flashbacks. So it's not just the audience viewing them. It's Phoebe and page also viewing them and commenting on them and making fun of them and like referencing the old haircuts Yes. And, and the weird plots and stuff. Oh, quite possibly the finest glutes in the city. And state in all the land. Some first. Uh-uh. Uh-huh. Ew. You hit on Leo? Never mind that. We have to figure out a way to get out of here. We can't risk changing our history. Otherwise, we'll have no future to go back to. I'm telling you, he's not your type. He's nice. Oh, oh, really? And I don't like nice? No, Phoebe, you don't. You like dangerous, you like bad boys, you always have. Some things never change. Would you be quiet? And very Um. cleverly, like, very quickly, and this is kind of Paige's thing, like, she very quickly catches on to things, like, too quickly. Like, it's Mm. almost like their conceit is, like, the audience is dumb, so Paige (laughs) needs to explain what's happening right now. And, like, very quickly, Paige is like, but you're right here and you're right there. Oh, this is this is um, back in time. We need to be careful. Like, right. Immediately. Which, you know what? They've seen enough mag- magic shit. We've all seen time travel movies. I feel like if most of us at this point wrote a scenario similar to that, it'd just be like, okay, so I'm time traveling, so I'm not going to mess with the timeline. Like, cool. Okay, got yeah, it. Yeah, but like, what if the whole thing is like, it's fine. You can't mess with it. Like our sure. past is like our the our, if it's the future they're like it's fine you I know you're there stop hiding. Oh, that's a good point. There <laughs> are yeah, that's that's a good point. There are things where it's like. Page. Potion. 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 Past page. Remember, they're going to rescue you. No, it's okay, Paige. They're going to rescue you, remember, in this flashback because you're here. And it's just like, well, duh. Like, what? But, like, I love the idea that us in reality, if we met ourselves, you'd immediately be like, I can't see me. I can't see me. And just, like, hot, like the whole time, you're like, I have to hide forever. I have to hide for the rest of my life. It is very lucky that 
anytime that they're teleported through time in these flashbacks, they're always just happen to be teleported into like the next room or behind someone. <laughs> Not like, in the never center t- of the room. <laughs> right. Like they just happen to be slightly off screen. Like very lucky that I don't. Yeah. <laughs> Have there been clip episodes where, because I always think about this, like when I see a past clip, I'm like, because sometimes they edit the clip, obviously, because this is what happens uh, mm-hmm. in this episode. But or they have a, you know, they have a fudge clip or, or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the whole the whole bit with um, Prue on the bike or whatever. Mm-hmm. But has someone been clever enough? I'm sure they have because mm-hmm. I'm not very clever. So this isn't something like, you know, that's that hard to figure out. Like pre considered, like, I want this to be in a clip show at some point. So I'm going to reference something that is very specific. What am I trying to say here? I'm, I'm wrapping myself <laughs> in my brain right now. But uh, like, oh, that would be hard. That would be too hard, maybe. What I'm, I guess what I'm trying to get at is that some of these clips, I was thinking like, whoa, how did they have the forethought thought to know this would be in a clip episode or something like that? But they didn't. No, they definitely didn't. But it didn't. just weirdly yeah. connected to something else that was going on. And I was mm-hmm. like... Oh, that's so interesting. Or like sometimes I would see a clip and be like, "Did they remake that?" Because I don't remember that working the way it did. Like, it, sure. like, exa- like my example, I guess, is the one where Phoebe runs into the bathroom. Phoebe! Oh, sorry, I didn't know you guys were in here. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, that's good. That's really good. Phoebe, would you just get out of here and cover your oh, eyes? Sure take it now hey did you change your hair me no and i was like oh my god that that happened in the past episode yeah i I was i was wondering that and i was like that's kind of cool because like i can't think of what the original episode the reason she ran in or not but wouldn't that be funny if that was like obviously now it's a nod to like oh remember when that happened like Mm -hmm. that was because it happened in the future you know what i'm trying to say like sure. do they ever plant weird stuff um, actually it's kind of like harry potter <laughs> like i'm trying so. to think about like you know how in harry potter when they go back in the past uh-huh. and but they knew like obviously the whole time jk rowling knew that she was going to be putting them in the past so there's these moments early on where you see a figment of somebody and the character's like, oh, I don't know what that was or oh, I thought it was this person. Mm-hmm. But then later on, they explain that it was them coming back in time and you could see them in right. periphery. Like that would be yeah. really cool. I guess that's what this moment was that was really neat to me. I, I like the idea yeah. of like being like, oh, remember when like, haha, you remember this episode where Phoebe came into the bathroom? Like that was actually her from the future. It wasn't her during that time. So yeah, that just I'm- bled into it really well. Yeah, no, I agree. I am sure it's been I'm sure it has been done at some capacity, like especially with time travel things like yeah. like you mentioned Harry Potter and stuff. Other time travel movies have definitely done it. I do think for a TV show, I think it's it's I don't think it's that often you're gonna see that unless it's a show that's like very heavily planned in advance and charm definitely wasn't that kind of show. Yeah. So, that's that's so, true. Yeah, I, I, I actually think that they were just they really were just a very smart with the clips that they chose in this one. I, I I feel like my my sort of thesis for this episode is that by having the very specific restriction of not being able to ever show Prue in any clips, mm-hmm. that actually made them like think a little more deeply about what clips to use. And then when they decided to, you know, also center the story on Kit the cat, 
then that also kind of narrowed what clips that they could use because then they could think about ways like episodes that Kit maybe showed up in or something like that. Yeah. And then that made them just, I think, just think a lot more deeply and be a lot more smart, a lot, a lot smarter, a lot more smart, be a lot smarter and more <laughs> clever about, about what they chose. Whereas, you know, most clip shows you watch, it's just like, they just throw whatever the greatest hits are or something like that. Right. Yeah. And this one, they can't do that. And so I think that kind of probably gave them the impetus to be a little more creative and then come up with stuff like this, where they can sort of replay events and have future Phoebe be in place of past Phoebe and basically like do exactly what you saw in a previous episode, but just in the context of time travel now, which is, you know, fun time travel shit that I love. Like yeah. it doesn't necessarily make sense or whatever, but it's fine. I think it it's matter. so cool. It's I'm like, whoa, yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. wow. It actually happened. Like this was what right. happened in the past. And so it makes it feel more real. Like, it's not just them watching the past. It's like they were actually there, you know, in the reality of the show or something like that. I also just realized, too, Mm -hmm. that the time travel's happening in the house. And the house is obviously magical and has, like, Mm -hmm. magical things tied to it. The Charmed Ones are the most powerful witches, Mm -hmm. supposedly, in this show um, of all time. And this guy's whole thing was, I'm not trying to poke holes in it. I mean, there's obviously, I mean, this whole show's like freaking Swiss cheese. Like, there's so many <laughs> holes. Like, it doesn't matter. It's fine. I don't, I don't care about yeah, it. But I cares? think what's funny is this guy's whole shtick, this demon's like, you know, oh, I'm going to kill this familiar because if this familiar, you know, familiars can't train other witches and then blah, blah, blah. It's like, familiars, that's what I'm looking for. Enchanted creatures who follow and guide new witches to protect them while they learn the craft. Hey, is there something you haven't been telling me? Huh, Kit? Hey, don't you kiss up to me. Answer the question. You sure you didn't know about this? What, that Kit was our familiar? No, we just thought she was this cat that we found on the porch. Better hope the warlock doesn't get her in the past, otherwise our future is screwed. You're literally in a house with the charm ones right now. Why aren't (laughs) you trying to kill them? I'm very confused. That is a very good point. Like, they're and, like, oh, he's not trying to kill us. He's trying to stab our cat. Like, they're well, like. It's funny, too, because, like, did did Kit even do that much in the show originally? No, like, he didn't help train them or anything. I guess maybe they yeah. watched him, but it's like, they almost died every day. You didn't do anything about it. Yeah, like, the whole conceit of this is kind they of like They have Leo, asshole. too. Like, like yeah. that's why Leo comes. I'm happy to, like, buy into it just for the fun of, like, bringing back Kit and doing all the time travel stuff. But doesn't it's all it's all bullshit like it doesn't make i just liked having a cat i just liked having a cat there i was sad though i did not like seeing the fake dead cat i know oh that but i was glad that it turned into a human very quickly and i don't Mm. care about seeing the dead human i just cared about seeing the dead cat who the fuck cares people die all the time if the cat dies that's like oh no that's why i liked when they used the fake cats in the beginning when they're always like they always do that when someone's like in a fight with a cat it's like they have this stiff ass like (laughs) <laughs> like stiff ass yeah. teddy bear of a cat like <laughs> yeah yeah and they're like gra- they're like clutching it to their neck or something like right <laughs> yeah i also think that more times than not they do a good job like effects wise of splicing pb and pb of, spl- <laughs> of splicing <laughs> they need a splice- little cousin named pb pb <laughs> of us uh, splicing phoebe and page into it like there's one shot when 
they go back to like the coyote ugly dance that Piper does in the bar where they're, it's like a very obviously green screen with the two of them, like watching the bar or whatever. Oh yeah. That one's really bad. But for the most part, like they'll be kind of out of focus in the background of these like season one scenes. And like, it looks seamless and like, yeah. you'll even see them like, you know, dashing to not be seen or whatever. And honestly for a show that like, I always, I remembered having kind of like low budget effects and stuff. It looks really good, especially yeah. for the time. I think that might also be just cause the house didn't change very much and so it wasn't like they were in a especially like i think all the ones in the house look seamless because all they had to do was throw some you know throw some garments around or like smash a cake or whatever but like they did a really good job i guess analyzing what the scene looked like and like how to put all that stuff in there because the house you know the house is the house so at least they have that there that structure there um that's probably why the coyote ugly one looks so bad but also like Mm -hmm. obviously they're watching her so that had to be green screened yeah but yeah they looked really good Mm -hmm. it just seemed to work out very well the episodes that they picked and Mm -hmm. the fact that they were trying to juxtapose like picking episodes where the cat was peripherally there or something like that and then uh that was another one that was really cool it was like oh leo's here because he's trying to get the cat out of the chimney he's looking for kit the cat right four legs fur i remember is that you yeah from about five years ago (sighs) sorry you know have you tried the shelter yeah nothing well she had her color on right with your number on it and everything? A very distinctive color, actually. Anyway. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that's yeah. such a funny, like, coincidence. Like, Yeah, that that was like, because that was probably like their first meeting with with him, right? Also, that they were that dumb, why was a dumb cat in the chimney? <laughs> yeah. Good. Like, I know yeah. real cats do that, but you're a familiar. How stupid are you? Why are you in the <laughs> chimney? Why didn't, why didn't Phoebe ask her why she got in the chimney? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would have yeah. been like, so why did you jump up the chimney? Yeah. I guess you have your animal instinct still. I don't know. But like, <laughs> if you're a familiar cat, I feel like, because I feel like Salem wouldn't have done that shit. Salem would have been right. like, I'm not jumping up a fucking chimney. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? I know I'm yeah. going to get stuck. I've seen other stupid cats do that. It's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Little young Leo from season one is so cute. Oh my it's God. Funny. Like he, he's, he ages a lot over the course of the show. Well, like he look, he always looks great. But it's so funny seeing how young he looks yes. in that first season. His voice is like higher pitched and stuff. It's so adorable. He's so cute. <laughs> he looks like a little greaser. He's got his like rolled up t-shirt sleeves. It feels so much older. Mm-hmm. Like it's so weird that those episodes aged so distinctly from the rest of them. I mean, they still, because they're like so quote unquote fashionable. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can tell what decade mm-hmm. it is or what you distinct year it is also mm-hmm. based on the music like the music change yeah like uh, there's some great 90s music in those early seasons especially you know i i it's i don't know if they ever stopped doing it i don't think it was as often but mm-hmm. i know that when they had p3 like they had guest stars mm-hmm. and guest music like musical guests and it was so good at the end of like every episode um, and I know they stopped doing that as much. It was like more intermittent, I feel like maybe, but you could see like the change in the music genre as well. And like the change mm-hmm. in music and like what was popular at the time. And so the contrast between like the clip episodes and the newer ones was so weird. It was yeah. so weird. 
It's it, it's so interesting. Like I, I I can't even pinpoint exactly what it is aesthetically, other than maybe their sort of fashion from 1998 versus their fashion from 2002 or three. Just like for some reason, like one just feels older than like way older than the other. Absolutely. Maybe. I guess that's all it is. Um, I don't know. It, it does like it does seem like maybe the show is lit a little bit differently in the earlier seasons, like the le- darker lighting. Because I feel like. Like in the in the season that we're watching now, like it's just generally feels a little bit brighter and more yes. colorful. And I think maybe that's part of it, too. I think so, too. It definitely like color shade wise. It looked very different. Mm-hmm. And obviously yeah. they did not change that. <laughs> so that was one reason you could tell that it was a right. clip and not, you know, but the blending. But even mm-hmm. still, like it. it the ones in the house were, were really good. Yeah. I mean, but th- yeah, I mean, honestly, that's even a better testament to how seamlessly they like integrate the present day stuff into it that like, it doesn't feel like when you're looking at Alyssa Milano and Rose McGowan in like season one clips that they, it doesn't look like they stick out from being like lit differently or yeah. whatever. Like they, I think they did a good job of smoothing it over between, between how they spliced everything in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. Some of these other flashbacks. So, yeah, we mentioned the one where Leo gets, like, shattered. Hmm. So maybe we should just torture you instead. I was under a spell. Evil. Evil? You are blonde. And I like that it's, like... bloody chunks. Right. It wasn't just, like... Yeah, it was bloody uh, chunks. And I love that Paige is, like... What the fuck? And Phoebe's like, I don't know. We were just like evil. Like, that just happens to us we're sometimes. We're just bitches. And when yeah. we're bitches, we freeze people and shatter them into chunks. Right. And of course, just happens to be like they're searching for Prue because Prue was conveniently missing. So another perfect use of a clip where their mm-hmm. Piper is mean to Leo, but also Prue's not there. Like, yep. great find. Anytime they're evil, they kill Leo. It's the first thing they do. <laughs> like, I remember at one point, Piper's like, shut up and just snaps her fingers and blows him up like my god <laughs> like poor guy jesus yeah the f- he guy. obviously loves her <laughs> yeah <laughs> we also we commented also a little bit on this but like they spend a lot of time at the leo, leo and piper's wedding mm-hmm. um where we see you know a stand-in for prue oh <laughs> riding god, off on a motorcycle so from the back it's so funny yeah, and Paige is just like, oh, I guess I technically met her. <laughs> Piper and Leo's love has touched us all. We have to fix this. I gotta go fend off the boss. Can't believe Prue ruined Piper's wedding. <gasps> Prue's oh my god. Kid. I'll stay in touch with her. It is Kid. I didn't know you had a cat. Yeah, she ran away a couple of years ago. Interestingly, uh, I would have never clocked this, but I read that there is some extra footage in this scene. Like in the original episode, like it, it cuts to a commercial, like in the middle of a conversation or something. And you actually see like the rest of that clip run. So technically there's like new footage that wasn't in that original episode that like that, that was deleted that they like put back into this for the clip show so they can oh. sort of continue it while Paige and Phoebe are doing their thing at the same time, which I find really fascinating. That's cool. Yeah. I did not know that either. Yeah. Yeah. It's really kind of clever use of it. But yeah, a couple of important things happen in it. Um, Cause I think this is when everybody starts putting the pieces together of like warlocks, not after us. Maybe it's like after the cake or, or, or the cake, cake, not the cake. <laughs> <laughs> after the, the cat. It was all My, about the wedding cake all along. He wanted well, to go back and cut. That's why he had a knife. He was going to cut the cake. He was going to cut the cake. <laughs> but he like, wanted to feed it to, to Piper. 
I'm not not I'm not totally off though because like the big thing that happens in it is that he like he does step on the wedding cake topper and breaks it. It's true, not intentionally, is, like, but yeah, not intentionally. And like that's sort of the first instance where like oh these aren't just memories like this is actually like literally time travel affecting the present because like you see like the wedding cake topper disappear. In the I present. think that actually um, I don't I mean there's no there's no way to say, but mm-hmm. I. If I, I could be incorrect, but I that happened at the like that happened, but then at the end, it's like the last thing that we see. Yeah, like at the end of the episode, and I think that's to to denote that like there's more to come that's yeah. wrong with their relationship, which obviously happens because sure. I can't remember what happens after, but I mean, Wyatt is like evil, like mm-hmm. or something like that. So there's I mean obviously a whole bunch of bad shit, but I guess that could have been vague at that moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but like, like, like oh, forced kind of foreshadowing like the the ominous bad things to come in their relationship yeah yeah i think that makes sense no i i th- i i wouldn't be surprised if that was intentional because i had to know that they're they they were gonna they were running long enough that they were gonna they're have, gonna fight again obviously. they were gonna fight like, again yeah something's gonna happen leo's gonna die for the fifth time like right whatever everyone dies like 80 times in the show so yeah yeah. I also, this is like not relevant to anything, but like in, in this section when they're at the wedding, um, Paige is like kind of in secret in the kitchen, like quietly trying to like make a potion to stop the warlock. And it like, you know, it poofs. Oops. Paige. What? Potions go poof. That's what they do. Just hurry up. <laughs> uh, and Phoebe's like, be quiet. And Paige is like, it's a potion. It's like, sorry. It just, it goes poof. That's what they do. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. Such a good she's line. Really, she's really fun. Let's see. Some of these other scenes. We see this moment. I don't, I do not remember any context for this. The moment when Piper like first admits her love to Leo, who's like dying and oh, admitting her love heals him somehow. You don't remember that? I love you. Can you hear me? I love you, Leo. Please hear me. Let's... Piper. Oh, thank God. Oh. I tried so hard and I couldn't make it work before. Why didn't you tell me? That love was the trigger. You had to find that out on your own. Why couldn't you tell me? I don't know. I was afraid. I was afraid if I admitted how I really felt that it would hurt more if I lost you. I'm so sorry. I should have said it before. It's better late than never. <laughs> don't remember that at all okay so that (laughs) episode i remember i don't i think he got stabbed by something or i think he got shot by an arrow i think i can't remember but he literally got shot by something and that was one of the first episodes i cried at because i was like holy shit like that was like the first time leo almost died (laughs) like the legit first time sure um I still don't know why her love healed him. I think it was part of his white lighter magic or something. That makes sense. But yeah, I love how he was like, you know, you had to discover that you loved me in order for you to save me. But it was like, oh, so you were just going to (laughs) die? Like, for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I will say, even not understanding the context, like, it's a good scene. Like, I get it. It was so sweet. Yeah, it's a nice little romantic romantic thing and you know they're 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 two good actors with good chemistry together. So I yeah, it was it's effective. Oh, that was so yeah. sweet. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Sorry, I clicked the link yeah. cuz I was looking at. He was I was right. It was an arrow. It was an arrow that was poisoned that was like mm. 
that was specifically used to kill white lighters that dark Ooh. lighters used to kill oh, it was shit. a dark lighter arrow and that's why it was so important because otherwise white lighters can't really die because they're like angels basically right but they have like dark lighters specifically know how to kill white lighters obviously of course so. of course <laughs> duh <Makes sense>. duh <laughs> yeah okay that checks out <laughs> One of the things, this isn't a flashback, but I do kind of appreciate that, like, one of the things that Piper and Leo are talking to about each other that, like, props some of the flashbacks is, like, their codependency issues. Yes. This is a no-win situation. I work. She says I'm never around. I quit my job. She says I'm around too much. I gave up everything for her. Ha! Codependent. Thank you. Okay, so what? Maybe I am. But you want to talk codependent? Ask her about her damn sisters. They're freaking inseparable. The power of three. Both, like, with each other and also with Piper with her sisters. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's, like, two rivaling codependent relationships, which I think is really fascinating and actually, like, a really good analysis of the show, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. The sister dynamic, though, is so good with these three. Like, and it was great with Prue, too. But, like, I think, honestly, I think Phoebe makes it like mm-hmm. I just remember that the part at the end where Phoebe just crawls into Piper's lap. It's just so Aww. cute. Like I, yeah. I don't know. I just adore it. I think it's really, really sweet. They actually, it actually yeah. reminds me a lot of um, my two best friends when I was growing up, Katie and Sarah. We also used to love this show, and we would pretend to be one of them. Like we would each mm-hmm. pretend to be one of them, uh, and. So it's so funny because when Prue was gone, I was like, every time I see Prue, I think of Sarah. Like, and she kind of looks Aww. like my friend Sarah. So mm-hmm. it's really weird. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, but but going like I don't know why I went on that segue. Segue, but oh, I, the sweet. sister element of the show is so important, obviously. But yes, it creates a huge codependency issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's like probably why the show is as successful as it was because that's like either relatable in that you've had a, a relationship like that, or that's the type of relationship that you would want to have if you don't have it, you know, like yep. either way. Um, I think that's, yeah. I mean, the power of three, it's so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> One of my other favorite memories, again, I don't rem- I, I vaguely remember the episode, but. You said you always wanted to meet Prue, right? It's another little spell gone awry. <laughs> And it's Prue as a dog. <laughs> so so funny. good. It's so funny to me that they included that. That is almost sort of like, yeah, we know. We can't show it's her. It's kind of so. an insult, too. It's like, look, she's that dog, that female <laughs> dog running oh, down God. the street. Oh, no. Maybe I thought about it too much, but I'm like, somebody I mean, had some shitty things. There were some really <laughs> shitty little jabs. That I feel like they put in this show, not this, but like I, I mm-hmm. definitely remember some. I can't, I mean, I can't remember them off the top of my head, but like I mm-hmm. vaguely recall in my in my miasma memory that they would put little jabs like that about Prue in there. And sure, I don't know. I mean, I mean given all the drama, I'm not surprised. Yeah, mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't sound like weirdly, despite all the like comforting and fun this show is, it doesn't sound like it was very fun to make this show. No, it seemed like enough. it was very childish though. Whatever it was, yeah. there's a lot of really childish stupid yeah. stuff going on absolutely absolutely uh there's not much in this but just worth acknowledging that you get at least one clip in there from a season that Paige is in for like <laughs> leo's saving phoebe and piper from a night or whatever yes and Paige is like oh finally what i remember <laughs> <laughs> i love it we talked about the coyote dance the coy- a coyote ugly dance a little yes. bit yes 
Apparently, I read that Holly Marie Combs had to be like drunk for that dance originally because she like hated it so much. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely different than what we're used to with Piper. That's kind of what I loved about her is that she was, I don't know, she was just really badass and, she, mm-hmm. and not in the way that the other girls were, but like she just wasn't into that kind of stuff. And I yeah. just always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. She wasn't worried about being like mainstream sexy. 90s coyote ugly sexy in that way she was like i'm just gonna pour drinks back here and y'all get out of my face like (laughs) yeah i dig that and i know that like i read that there was a lot of like frustration because the wb was kind of the reason that they would always be sort of like pushed to be put in like skimpy outfits and stuff like that um for like the fan service which it's sort of like there's two sides to it right because like i i feel like some people are sort of like yeah like like, you know, body positivity, like empowerment, like dress however the fuck you want. But there's also the side where it's like, but it's probably a network that's run by a bunch of like horny men who yeah, just want to see the Yeah, someone's telling you to wear something. Yeah. It's like, like I don't want to wear that. That's not the same thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So I think that's all definitely part of it, mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So there's that. Another big one that we get is uh, Leo's really cute proposal to Piper that we get to see. Leo, what's the matter? Why are you acting so weird? Can we go downstairs, please? No. Why? Okay, fine. Um, here's good. Um, I've been thinking a lot, actually, about our situation. Leo. No, 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 just, yeah, now let me finish. Um, I think I've come up with a solution, a, a way for us to be together, no matter what they say. Okay. Will you marry me? Paige. Paige, I want to hear the answer. Yeah. We already know the answer, for God's sakes. The kids in trouble, Orb. So cute. It's very cute. In fact, we get to see it twice, because I think... I think all of this is really clever, actually, because it's like during this flashback that, like you referenced, Kit does finally get stabbed by the by the Warlock. So Kit's killed, like Morphs, luckily morphs into Katrina, so we don't have to like look at a dead cat for that long. Yeah. Um, But this like breaks time, basically. So like shit's unraveling like you in in the present day, like. Leo's like feeling the pains of hundreds of witches who weren't able to protect themselves from their familiar because of their familiars that I guess do stuff, not according to this show, but I guess in most other cases, the familiars actually do stuff to protect them. All that's to say that like time is broken. Everybody kind of collectively figures out what's going on. And what I like, I think is really clever is that Phoebe from the past is like calling to Piper in the future. Piper, can you hear me? It's Phoebe. Are you crazy? What are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? I'm trying to contact Piper. Yeah, but she'll hear you. She'll come running in and ruin our future. Our future's already ruined, unless she could somehow give us a second chance and let us replay her last memory. Wait, are you talking about present day Piper? Yeah, yeah, why not? I mean, she dragged us into this spell, consciously or subconsciously, and we might as well take advantage of it, right? Besides, if she really is reliving this, she ought to be able to hear me. To tell her, like, hey, we're time traveling in your memories. Send us back to this previous clip from this clip show, uh, like the beginning of it. So then we can change time from what just happened that changed time. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's almost like 
like clip shows are built on remembering stuff and flashing back to that clip. So they almost like weaponize the clip show structure to intentionally time travel to the clip where they can stop the bad guy, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. Like, I think that's a really cool move. It was very neat. So they're able to do that and they stop Kit or they stop the warlock before he can kill Kit, vanquish him. Spells over, everything's fine, basically, Yep. at that point. Except not, because there's a projection of the, the, the cake topper disappears. Right. Yeah. I wish there was yep. a moment where Phoebe or Piper would just walk by it and be like, huh, where'd that cake topper go? <laughs> yeah. Did I ever have that cake topper up there? Oh, yeah, that's, that's like, right. My dad stepped on it or something stupid. <laughs> You'd think they would notice that eventually, but... <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the only other stuff we already kind of touched on, just all the exposition about Cat Kit became a human because she did such a good job, I guess, somehow. Are you sure I can't get you anything? Coffee, tea, a saucer of milk? <laughs> good one. No, I'm fine. Although, I wouldn't mind some kibble if you've got some. That's not funny. It's a little funny. No, see, you didn't live with her for three years. And by the way, what was with the scratching of my bedpost? What was that? I had to keep my nails sharp. Yeah, see, that's just very creepy. She didn't do anything. I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, you were a cat, which is great. So you get get to... I'm glad you were a cat. How about that? Yeah. I do like that Piper is like, so if you were like our magical familiar, why did you like scratch up my bedpost? Yes. Kit's like, I don't know, keep my nails sharp. Like <laughs> To claim my territory from other cats. To annoy the shit out of you. That's what I do as a cat. Right. Like, oh, maybe you were kind of a shitty familiar. Or, Why did you, know? you crap on my bed? Why? Why did you puke everywhere every morning? I don't understand. I still have to puke. I still, I still have to clean myself. But I will not climb up a chimney again. But you did. <laughs> I wonder oh, if well, when she's human, she she accidentally does cat things like that, like get stuck in a chimney and the fire would have to come. Like, Looks so Why were you in your like... chimney? I saw a bird. <laughs> They're like, okay. Yeah, I really want to know more about the life of Katrina, the former cat, because we don't get enough of it. I know. She never appears again. <laughs> that cat, oh, that cat was so cute, though. No. Looking at a picture of it, I think it was somewhat, it had to be a Siamese cat, I think. Because I, I think so, too. Siamese yeah. cats have a very distinct meow. It's, like, really ugly. It's like, and, like, any time <laughs> I heard the noise, I was like, I mean, unless they were using a different cat noise, but it sounded like, it looked like it might have been a little bit of a Siamese cat. Yeah. It was very cute, though. Very cute. Very cute cat. Good cat actor. I want one of those. I kind of want to get for Polly, because she's the only one that wears a collar. Mm-hmm. Like, the little charmed symbol for her mm-hmm. collar. That'd be so cute. Oh, that'd be adorable. I'm sure that, that you can get that oh, made, yeah. or it probably already exists. Like Absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah, any other, any other thoughts about this episode or anything, or clip shows, or charmed in general? Well, I'll be honest, when you first said clip show at the very top of this, I had no idea what you were talking about, but it became very obvious as we went through the rest of the episode. Oh, that's so funny. Well, like, I figured, okay, clip show. I was like, oh, it's clipped. It's like different clips. And I was like, oh, it's past clips, mem- yeah. remembering clips. And I was like, and also before we watched this, I had no idea what this episode was about. I couldn't recall until, that's you know, so I watched it. It's so random, and every episode of this is so random. But like I said, I was just like, every episode of this show, mm-hmm. there are 
through through ways of of stories that are very confusing um <laughs> but there's always they're never themselves yeah so what's funny is that we did actually get to focus on an episode that was different but they mm. were actually playing themselves for once. Yeah, it is kind of funny because I I know that there there are plenty of other ones that were coming up where there were like genre homages or there are like yeah there there's some other magical creature riffs and stuff and like those are all would be fun to do too. But like as of yet on this podcast, I haven't done like a weird time travel clip show thing, mm-hmm. and like. I think this is an example of it actually being done well. Like, Charm does a lot of stuff not well. And I think that, like, even though there's obviously plenty of holes that we poked in it. Sure. That's the logic of the show. In terms of, like, the structure of this singular episode, given the hurdles that they had and the restrictions they had, I think they made something really kind of ingenious and clever and creative out of those bizarre restrictions that they had. Um, and they didn't have, like, they nobody, I- I'm sure that they didn't have to do a clip show type of episode. Like, they didn't have to do it. So it was kind of a, it seemed like a cool challenge that I, I think that they pulled off really well, honestly. Absolutely. Well, cool. Thanks so much for uh, talking Charmed with me. Oh, yes. If anyone else wants to get Charmed with, <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> get Charmed with me? <laughs> where can they find you online everything you're working on <laughs> um i have a twitter uh cassie thulu um and also uh i have a podcast with my partner where we talk about mostly uh different different most actually all all tv series of star wars at this point uh we're gearing mm-hmm. up towards obi-wan which is coming out at the end of this month which is super exciting uh, and that's Distant Echoes. And you can find that specifically at Distant Echoes SW on Twitter. And then you can obviously find that podcast at Distant Echoes, a Star Wars podcast, where you get your podcast. Nice, nice. Well, thanks again. If you'd like to find me, you can follow me on Twitter at Derek B. Gale. You can also listen to my other podcasts, Walloping Web Snappers, a Spider-Man podcast, which does deep dives into every Spider-Man cartoon ever made, and Falling with Style, an ongoing Pixar movie marathon, which is a monthly podcast diving into every Pixar film chronologically. You can also follow this podcast at Gimmicks Pod on Twitter and Instagram for some extra goodies and email me your questions, feedback, and corrections to gimmickspodcast at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe on all podcast platforms. And until next time, friends, keep being weird. <laughs>